0: This is Shalina Zadorsky, and you're listening
1: to Follow Your Spirit. What's
2: going on, Spirit fans? Timothy Lawson here, host of Follow Your Spirit. It is... June 24, a Friday, if I believe. Yep, today is Friday. That's how fast the week has been going for me. Tomorrow, the Spirit will host Sky Blue. Coming off of the 2-0 win against Orlando, which was a very emotional and significant game for everybody. This is going to be the only episode that I put out this week. The first, the first segment is going to be Ashlyn Harris's interview from the orlando game coach gubera stephanie LeBay, uh who else we talked to crystal dunn they all said amazing things the crowd noise was so amazing was so loud that even after the game with the the autographs and everybody wanting to get the attention of the players almost all of my audio is difficult to hear uh The players and Ashland's is still difficult, but I think out of all of the comments made by the players, I think hers best represent the significance of the game and the result and how the players performed, etc. So, uh, I'm gonna play. Her interview first, and then we'll and then we'll move into the player interview I have featured next.
1: After such a tough week for Orlando, what does it mean to you to represent something greater than just your team? I mean, it's tough right now. You know, we now we have what is it three? You know, back to back losses at this point. I don't think we were our best tonight. Um, I think we went in with the game plan and we didn't execute the way we wanted. Um, of course I'm disappointed and not happy with the result, but I can't use what's happened to the city to you know, justify the way we played today. I think we gotta do some social searching at this point and we gotta figure out, you know if that doesn't motivate us at this point, then I don't know what will. Um, I know we have a lot of pressure under us right now, and on our backs, and for the club, and for the city. And I tell you what, at the end of the day, DC's a really good team. And I know people are going to look at us and point fingers, but um, the way they played in the first half, uh, DC's going to be a really successful team moving forward. Um, So we got tested, and and the two goals that were scored were completely our fault and preventable. Um, so at, collectively, we have to be better at the end of the day. Uh, we're professionals, and our job is to show up and, and play our role, and I think we let ourselves down today. So um, we're going to keep plugging along for the city, and we're going to keep you know, going out of our way and doing what we can, um, but it's been tough on us the last, the last week. It's been tough on us the last few weeks, uh, but we got to keep trucking forward. This is what the league's like, you know. There's there's momentum at some time, you know, at some points in the season, and there's not. So we gotta find our momentum and our groove again, and we will. I'm not worried about it at all. Um, we're gonna keep fighting. We're gonna keep growing as a team, and you know we'll, we'll bounce back. How difficult was the last week, kind of declaring you know, for everything that happened, and, and working to be a full-prone this game. Yeah, I mean, just like I said, it's difficult. I mean, for sure, I, I, it's, it's, you know, it's home. Uh, our homes have been rocked, and our community has been shook, and it's been difficult. and This week, we have all been going out of our way to just do anything we possibly can, uh, whether that's donating blood, whether that's standing in hours of lines, whether that's paying our respects or, you know, collectively coming together and just mourning. We've been doing stuff nonstop, right? We all know that, but it's no excuse. The result today is no excuse for that. Um, We love our city, and we're trying to fight for our city right now, and... We're falling short. You know? oh, oh, what were you th- the, when the ball was at your feet during the 48th minute? What were you thinking about at that point? I think it's just um, the beauty of this game is it brings people together. Uh, that's why that's why we do what we do. And uh, today, if you look in the crowd there's not Washington Spirit fans versus Orlando Pride fans. Today we were just one collective group uh, coming together to celebrate the lives of the people who didn't make it out of Pulse and, and, and the victims' families. So today was just about honoring them, and that's Taking a few moments out of our game and paying our respect um, and being grateful, you know that we're still here and we get to do what we love every single day. Uh, but it was more than just about us. It was about bringing this entire place together. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Hopefully, you could understand most of what she was saying there. But I liked that she, you know, she made it clear that the team could not blame the tragedy for the way they performed. That it's emotional, you know, they still had a game to play, and they just underperformed. But then also just, you know, talking about the other aspects of the game and, you know, the city and stuff, I thought it was, uh, it was important to, to listen to. The featured episode on this week's show is defender Shalina Zdorsky. We talk about pancakes, we talk about uh, what, how she got into soccer, Uh, We talk about a number of things, and she was a real delight to talk to. A lot of energy, a lot of great answers, so I know you're going to enjoy this. Shout out to Spirit Squadron for hosting the... Tailgating events that go on before the game. Before, be sure if you're on Twitter to follow them at Spirit Squadron so you can stay up to date uh, on their tailgating plans. I finally got the chance to join one before the Orlando game. Had a lot of fun. Highly suggest anybody going to a home game, you swing by that ahead of time. So without further ado, here's my interview with Shalina Zadorsky. I'll let the outro music play following that. So I hope to see everybody at the Plex on Saturday. Enjoy my interview with Shalina. All right, Spear Fam, with me today on the podcast I have defender Shalina Zadorsky. Shalina, thank you for taking the time to do this.
0: Yeah, no problem. I'm excited to be on the podcast today.
2: Yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's start with uh, Let's start with where you started with soccer. We see all these amazing players on the pitch, uh, but your start in soccer all started in different ways. How did you first get introduced to the sport?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, thinking back, all right, I started when I was about four years old, and both my older sisters played, um, so naturally I got into it as well. Um, and from there, honestly, it was a sport that just stuck with me, and I played house league soccer um, with a bunch of different teams, I vividly remember being on an all-boys team one year, <laughs> so um, I really loved the sport, and then from there, I continued to play and got into rep soccer, and then um, moved into regional soccer, and then provincial soccer for Team Ontario, and um, that led me to the opportunity to play college soccer as well, um, and then from there, I played for the youth national teams, and still playing today, obviously.
2: Yeah. At what point did you realize or at least start to wonder if you could play professionally?
0: Um, I think it was through uh, playing at University of Michigan um, and being involved with the under-17 national team and then being on the under-20 national team as well. Um, Obviously it was a big part of my life and after college I knew that I wanted to continue playing, and I think I had some developing to do as well before I could make that leap to the full national team. So um, yeah, I I talked with coaches, I kept building um, my contacts, and that led me to Australia where I played my first season, um, my first first professional season, and and then moved to Sweden, and now I'm here with the spirit, and I've been enjoying every second of it.
2: Yeah, so that's that's an easy segue into my next question. What's what's maybe a a noticeable difference or an adjustment that you've had to make going from playing in the NWSL versus the other leagues?
0: Yeah, I think um, coming from Sweden, um, I think the European leagues really focus on technical ability and um, possession and um, not so much transition. I think here... Um, with the speed of players, with the physicality of players, um, I think you see very high intensity games, um, and games where you have to be focused at every minute and, um, you, you might have the ball one minute, but you might be defending very quickly after that. Um, so then there involves a bit more of the long, long ball play and I think, um, yeah, it's, it's been good to experience different styles um, of soccer but here I would definitely say it's very physical and fast and um, yeah it is a challenging adjustment but it's a good one.
2: Yeah. Looking at the game on Saturday uh where the Spirit defeated Orlando obviously the game was significant when considering the Orlando tragedy and the um, the the moment that the teams gave uh at on the 49th minute But looking at it specifically for the spirit and how, how that game came off, came after what seemed to be a month of just disappointing or not quite what we were looking for play. How was that win significant for the spirit uh, coming off of that month?
0: Yeah, I think it was very important for our team um, to be able to get that clean sheet. and obviously we moved from Portland where we had a tough loss and then we had our game canceled in Houston and then um, a week off with international duty. So I think it, it was a long time coming to get back on a pitch and perform well as a team. And I think I'm really proud of everyone and how we performed. And I think we created a lot of scoring opportunities. And um, I mean, to, to win two nothing at home with such an emotional night and, um, and I think we had we had good moments of play, so I think it was very positive.
2: Yeah, and you know we on the stat sheet, the clean sheets get uh, get put in the goalkeepers line, but obviously every time we talk the stat sheet, you know gives the credit where it's due on the back line, and pl- most people have recognized that the back line has been a very great strength for the spirit. What's something that maybe what's the strength of that back line that you know is there, that the team knows is there that maybe we can't see as a fan or something the stat sheet can't show? Um I know that maybe a tough question. Yeah. I don't know if I worded no, that, that correctly, but
0: No, that's all right. I think I think what I like about our back line is that we were leaders back there. Um, I think We're quite vocal, and we try and help the team in front of us. And then I think I like how we keep each other accountable, and um, we demand high standards of our back line, and I think we do that day in and day out in training as well. So um, I think we have high expectations for ourselves and as a unit. I think that really makes us close, um, and it, it makes us ready for big games. So I think just demanding that, Um, quality out of each other throughout the games and the communication between each other has been good. And I think um, just that willingness to cover for each other and um, no one's left alone. So I think that's been really great.
2: Here's something I've always wondered. How do you, how do you, learn that the defense is where you belong? Because growing up, we see soccer is this, like, little, you know, little kids just running and trying to score a goal. Uh, at what point do you realize defense really is my strong suit and this is where I'm going to move forward in my career?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us players may have started out as goal scorers or as attacking players, um, but even as a defender, you still love the ball. Um so I try – I like to be somewhat an attacking defender. So I like to be so good with the ball and composed on the ball. Um, so it's not necessarily all defending, but um, at some point when you're going through your career, I think um, coaches see uh, different skills in you. And I had moved to the left wing, and then I had moved back to uh, left fullback um, when I was developing in – the under 17 program and I think from there um I went to college and I found a really great role as a center back and just as a leader back there so I think it depends with the coaches and how they see you developing as a player and then also just different skill sets you bring and where they're needed on the pitch
2: May 24th, following the, the Portland game, you tweeted out, tough results on a weekend, but adversity makes us stronger. What did you, as an individual player, maybe as the back line, what did you, what did you learn or get from that game to strengthen uh, moving forward?
0: Yeah, I think setbacks are an important part of the game. And um, we were undefeated at that point. Uh, we obviously had a few ties. But I think um, – I mean, you can learn a lot from watching the games back and, um, of course, you do self-reflection after you play games, but it's really important also to do that team reflection and know where these breakdowns are occurring and it really just helps you improve. So I think it came at, um, I mean, it might have come at the right time for us to have a bit of a, a step back and just a reality check into what we're doing and what we need to work on to stop some of these um, quality attacks that were going to be coming at us for the rest of the season, um, but yeah, I think I think credit to the girls—we bounced back quickly and we were ready in Houston, and then unfortunate weather delay. But um, I think our quality has only improved since then, and hopefully everyone saw that against Orlando.
2: You have been selected for the Olympic team. Congratulations! Thank you very uh, much. Which which team in that group? Uh, Australia, Germany, Zimbabwe. Uh, which which of those do you think is going to be the biggest challenge for for either the team as a whole or at least for you in the back
0: yeah um, I mean no game is easy of course um, games of that magnitude but of course you look to the Germans and um, just their quality of play and um, their organization and, and that European um, brand of football that's very organized and hard to break down and also uh, just their speed and um, size up top. Um, I think that'll be a great challenge. Um, but, I mean, Australia will be a great attacking challenge as well. Um, they play a attacking style of football, and I know a lot of those players from playing over in Australia, and they're very quality um, players. So I think that first game will be exciting and a challenge, um, but hopefully we get points from those. Two games and know what we need against the tough German side.
2: I haven't been able to really look at the scenarios going into like the quarterfinals, but if you were to go up against a U.S. team, is that a is that a game that you're excited about to be able to compete with your uh, with your spirit peers, or or is it a little disappointing that you know that one of you has to go home after that?
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's. Um, I, Maybe it's both. I would, I mean, I would be extremely excited to play the U.S. Um, I've only had a a small taste of it in the Olympic qualifiers, and just that rivalry with Canada is so real. And um, I mean, playing against the world's best is always such a great challenge, and um, I'm definitely up to that challenge, and I would be looking forward to that matchup for sure.
2: So when I when I interviewed Steph, she told us about uh, game day pancakes. Absolutely, uh, it's
0: a must.
2: <laughs> yeah, I had some. I had some in Boston, and in, in your honor. Um, but, oh, great! <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently I should have had a second one. Maybe it was a pancake per goal. Maybe that's what the uh, the trade off would have been. But do you <laughs> have is,
0: any,
2: yeah. do you have any other game day routines or anything else that you? sort of uh maybe not even not out of superstition but just something that's in your training routine or your diet
0: um Steph and I like to do uh, a short meditation on game day so we usually just zen out together and just get in a good um good headspace that way um and then another thing it- the pancakes are a big part. Um we we just if we had the choice we would do that every game day. Um and we do <laughs> with the national team actually. Um so that's a big part too and then um as for other rituals, I'm not very superstitious, but um I like to listen to music and I like to uh visualize and um just see myself doing positive things on the field and um Get in that good headspace there. Um, and then as for diet, I usually get some eggs, some coffee, um, and then pancakes are good. Um, (laughs) yeah.
2: (laughs) I think, I think I'm gonna start having the Spirit Squadron serve pancakes at their, at their tailgate.
0: That's a great idea. Yeah. We'll bring Uh, some Canadian maple syrup then.
2: (laughs) Of course. Of course. Uh, just a few more questions regarding your, uh, chemistry with the team on the field. Who do you think you click with the best? Um, I think I
0: would have to go with my center back partner, Megan Oyster. Um, I think it's always a, a fun challenge coming into a new um, back line and working with that um, center back partner because I think it's a obviously. Center of your defense, and um, I think we have an important role to play back there, and in, in leading the team and setting the tone back there. So I think we've worked really well together, and um, I think we communicate well, and um, we see the game well together. And um, yeah, it's been it's been fun learning and growing each game uh, with her.
2: Yeah, and then what about off the field? Who do you who you have some of the best chemistry with off the field?
0: Off the field, I mean, honestly, this group is so great. I think um, you, everyone truly does get along, and um, it's quite close, which is really, really nice. Um, but, of course, I spend a lot of time with Steph and Dee, and um, we get along, and we live together and have fun together that way. And then, um, I mean, I, I feel close to everyone, really. I, I feel close to Meg and Caprice and um, – Crystal Dunn can always make you laugh, so um, everyone really has some, some good relationships and,
2: um, yeah, some great people. Yeah. Great. And I think one of the more interesting questions that I've asked week to week uh, that's gotten unique answers is uh, who, do you, who do you think may be an unsung hero on the Spirit, someone that isn't maybe making the stat sheets or making the headlines uh, that still has a high contribution to the team?
0: Um, I would say uh, Whitney Church, Um, although she hasn't gotten onto the pitch. um, I think she is such an amazing energy to be around and someone who shows up to training and um, works as hard as she can and has an unbelievable touch in training and um, really – kind of like lifts the quality and she's also such a kind person. So, um, her and I sit next to each other in the locker room and she's a nice person to be around. And she's, she's always supportive of the team, whether she's playing or not. So I think she makes, um, such a great con- contribution day in and day out.
2: That's great. Uh, <laughs> my last question, uh, of, of the Washington spirit who was most likely to be abducted by aliens?
0: Oh no! Um, let me think on this one. I think it could be Franny. I'm gonna have to go with Franny. <laughs> yeah, I just sometimes she's just in her own world, and I think that it could possibly happen to her. <laughs>
2: Um, what do, you, what do you think it is about Franny that would attract the alien?
0: Um, I think she just, she's so laid back and, um, she might be a bit of an easy target that way. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't really know.
2: <laughs> Very well. Hopefully, uh, if, if Franny goes missing, uh, hopefully that's not the case because we'd like to have yeah, her please. back on, on the pitch. Uh, <laughs> Shalina, thank you so much for for joining me. We're following you on Twitter at Shalina6, and definitely looking forward to seeing you play uh, this weekend at the Plex before sending you off for the Olympics.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Tim. It was fun.